Hey everybody, welcome back to our third episode of the podcast. Yes, third episode. Today's an interesting uh, session because we have a guest slash the producer of the show that's going to be joining us. Um, he is my son. He's the producer of the podcast. He's going to be helping me not only kind of get some of the audio cleaned up, he's helped me set up our quote-unquote studio, which is our dining room table. And uh, he'll be adding some elements that we'll talk about at the end. So this is Nikki. He's my son. He's 12 years old. Say hi, Nikki. Hello, everybody. How is it? How's the podcast going? So far, so good, man. Nice. Um, today, we're going to actually... And the other thing I'm going to start doing is picking a, a specific topic. I know I can kind of ramble about a million things. So we're going to have a little more discipline to the episodes and uh, try to drill down on some things that are important to us And once we bring guests in. So today, because we have Nikki here, um, the topic is going to be homeschooling. And why is why do you think the topic is homeschooling today, buddy? Because I'm here. Because you're homeschooled. Yep. So, you know, it's something that's a pretty relevant part of our lives, obviously. Very relevant part of Nikki's life because he's a kid and kids need to be educated and learn. And um, I get a lot of questions about homeschooling, so I figure we might as well put those questions out there and our answers to them and, and really explain to people, you know, why we homeschool, how we homeschool, and the different questions that come up from it. Like, uh, you know, the, people always ask me, like, how do you socialize them? Like, it, you know, I remember when I first got a dog, people would always tell me to socialize the dog because it could be like an aggressive dog. And I always find it kind of funny, maybe a little insulting even when people are like, how do you, how do you socialize them? Uh, so we'll talk on, about that. We'll talk about, you know, being, you know, fit and athletic and sports. And then uh, the other last big question is also people will wonder about college. You know, they start wondering, you know, what's he going to do about college? Ow, I just banged my elbow. Um, so that's it. That's the topics and we'll dive into it. Um, the big first question is why we homeschool. And I don't know if you want well, let me start and then you can take it from your perspective. I really pushed for homeschooling when Nikki was maybe six years old. Um, he was in school, and I don't even think he was six yet, maybe five. Um, he was getting in a lot of trouble, and during downtimes, he was acting out. And the teacher would call us, and then the principal would call us, and then the principal would call us again, and it was just kind of this continuous thing. And it really reminded me of when I was a kid. Right before first grade, I was getting called into the principal's office so much that she then asked me what the deal was, and I told her I was bored. And uh, she skipped me a grade, which was a very good move. Actually, I got skipped the grade without my parents even knowing. I took a test and everything. Anyway, um, the thing that happened, though, I was always bored in school. And I became the kind of problem kid, and I started getting in trouble a lot. And the problem with kids, I think, is when somebody tells them something enough times, they believe it, and they want to be that. So for me, I was the troublemaker. And... Um, you know, I remember sitting in the principal's office and feeling like Nikki was now being labeled a troublemaker. And I could recognize that he just wasn't being challenged and he wasn't learning at the pace or, you know, within the structure or more lack thereof that he needed. So we pulled him out of school and we started homeschooling. I don't know what you remember about that, buddy, or if you have any insights on that. You were pretty young. I mean, yeah, that's what I was told by, by you, that you it was more like the troublemaker thing. Then mom was more about the allergies. I was having too much allergies in school, but it was kind of more the same thing. 
Yeah, there was the other element. When you were younger, you had a lot of, um, I mean, you still have the severe food allergies, mm-hmm. which are pretty intense. Uh, dairy, seeds, nuts, mushrooms, egg. Um, that was an element. I think the other element was that you had a lot of, um, like, eczema, and, and you used to get sick a lot. So you'd be on, on steroids and then yeah. have to go to school, all roided up and crazy. Mm-hmm. So it was just a good move to kind of pull you out, work on your health and your immune system and your diet. And then for me, it was more of a way to allow you to be educated in a less rigid and structured environment, which would have been a dream of mine when I was a kid. And I could see a lot of you, a lot of me and you with how you learned and really that you had this pretty intense intelligence, but a hard time just sitting down, you know, watching somebody try to teach you something. Yeah. So that was kind of uh, my perspective, uh, perspective of it. Um, I mean, I can't give too much insight because I was really young and I can't remember much. Like yeah. when I was six or five, however old I was. Yeah, you were pretty young. So I was in like pre-K. Yeah. So essentially, I think the big question is then, okay, so what do you do? I mean, you're running a business. Your mom is busy also. Everybody's got things to do. But the way we do it is um, we work with a program called Calvert. Calvert is an online-based homeschooling system, which is now purely online. It's then, uh, they put everything together so that Nikki can have his lessons all mapped out. He knows that he has to do four a day. He has his topics, his subjects, and then he has to test out of each section. And unless he passes each test, he can't move forward. And then simultaneously, we work with a school in in Florida in the system here that is accredited so that we can work with the the school system here to make sure that you're getting credit and recognition for passing through the grades and learning what you need to learn to be on track. In addition to that, he has a tutor. She sees him typically twice a week when we're in Miami. And even if we're not here, she will see you through FaceTime. She has a portal through Calvert that she can track all your progress and what you're doing well, what you're not doing well on. We also have this uh, third-party app where we basically... She, like, if I'm having trouble with something and I need to see it myself, she can, like, draw um, on this app, and I will see it in real time, what she's drawing. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. It's a cool way to leverage technology, something I really believe in and something I think that um, is a huge, awesome benefit of the time we live in right now. And so we're using a lot of technology. I mean, even WhatsApping with her continuously on questions, et cetera. Um, so it's it's... That's the structure of how we do it. And what that does is it allows Nikki to kind of do that from anywhere because he travels with me a lot. He's probably been to a dozen or so countries. I mean, the quick ones I can remember are Belize, Guatemala, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, Peru. And then for fun, we've done, you know, Canada, Japan, Australia. So he's traveled and uh, he gets to FaceTime into his, um, his lessons and keep up with things. So it's pretty nice. I mean, we couldn't have done this 10 years ago without you know the the way we have technology and access to to uh the internet so that's pretty much how it works any other did i miss anything on how it works buddy no that's pretty much all okay so that's how we do it and i guess we talked about why we did do it as well for me it's also nice because one of the things that i want nikki to get is the element of what i got as a kid which was mine came from a little bit more of a chaotic background but the ability to get around and travel from country to country and see different parts of the world in different socioeconomic situations 
and understand that you know there's a lot more out there than the comfortable lifestyle that we've been fortunate enough to have and to build i think uh it's it's an important element to recognize our place in the world and recognize what things we're fortunate to have and how we can actually use those things to help others that may need the the extra support so to that note any like interesting stories or anything about your travels or any like favorite things you've done favorite food you've eaten any not talking about homeschooling yeah just a little side note nothing too long anything specific Mm, like just random stories yeah i don't know a random story about <laughs> like a kid that gets homeschooled and gets to travel to random places um well there was a more funny story that i can think of when we were in nicaragua and i was i was we were at this like marketplace and mm-hmm. i got a soda and this this marketplace was like right next to um there's like this monkey tied up to a pole like right next to the market <laughs> yeah okay hold on so we were yeah we were on the coast and we got a soda and we were staying like a little like bed and breakfast kind of place and next door they had it was cute but really sad to see a, a little spider monkey on like a chain on like a run so he could run around and stuff but he's still chained up which was sad but go ahead and by the way you were like five maybe? yeah i was like five ish mm-hmm. um and basically he took my soda from me he like just grabbed it out of nowhere and i was really mad because i wanted my soda so then i decided to get on the floor and start fighting him and we literally just fought and then he won and I was all like messed up, and then he just bit a hole in the bottom and drank it. Yep, I remember that. Really sad. So the moral of the story is part of being homeschooled is you can travel and fight monkeys. Yeah. Uh, that was actually really funny because I think as a kid you didn't even think you just were mad that somebody's trying to take your soda, mm-hmm. and you uh, fought the monkey and I had to pull you off the monkey, and then he <laughs> bit the bottom of the bottle because it was like a plastic like Fanta or one of those things, and uh, he started drinking your soda and you were crying. So that's a good one. You yeah. know, I think part of the interesting thing about the homeschooling is that you get to do cool things. I mean, like the monkey wrestling and, uh, <laughs> you know, other stuff like farms and Belize, learning about cacao. We spent the full day with the family there. And the lady asked you to pick out your favorite chicken and you looked at it and you pointed at it. And an hour later, we we're having chicken soup. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that was what she meant. I thought she just meant like what, which one looks the coolest to you. Or, I don't know, something like that. I think it's also a good lesson to learn um, the realities of other people's lives and culture and, and even the way they consume food, the way they grow their food. You know, so I thought that was a cool experience for you to have as well. And all these experiences. I mean, you've been to Machu Picchu and the Sacred Valley in Peru. And, you know, we've done a lot of cool stuff. And to me, that's all part of your education, which is another element for me with homeschooling, which is... I believe education is much more than learning subjects, learning topics, learning formulas, etc. To me, the education of being a good human is critical. And I think spending time with me, learning about what matters to me, the people I surround myself with that are trying to make an impact, and the people that we're trying to work with and help, who can also teach us a lot of things. I think that education is massive as well. So, you know, this is kind of a good segue into the next question we get, which is, you know, the socializing. Mm-hmm. Which people are like, how do you socialize? The main, the main subject that everyone's like, how it's like the biggest thing about homeschooling. It's funny, isn't it? Like people think like you're like sitting in like a dark room by yourself and like yeah, you like I'm just like this. Away. Yeah, it's weird. First of all, all kids are little weirdos, um, especially this day and age when all they want to do is play Fortnite and not meet each other, but actually just be on digital platforms. 
Um, but secondly, I think, um, you know, socializing, there's obviously peer-to-peer socializing, which is with your friends and people your age. And there's just learning how to be, a, again, a human. I, I, I have never been one to, you know, I never talked like a baby to you guys. I never talked down to you guys. I've always been very open with you. I curse in front of you, which maybe some people have an issue with. But to me, reality is reality, and a human's a human. I don't engage you guys in anything age inappropriate, but I let you guys be part of a wider reality, which to me leads into the fact that I think your social skills are also are also developed tremendously by just being around adults and being with me. Yeah. Um, you know that being said, you wakeboard. You're going to the wakeboarding park and making friends there. You do summer camp. You make friends there. You have friends in your building. You, yeah, you know. there's a lot of ways. You just have to find something you're interested in by trying things. Yeah, and ultimately, I think um, the, the, the natural social elements will come out. And you just have to be out there and you have to be doing stuff. And, yeah, maybe you're not in a group of 20 different kids in a school. And But, you know, in my opinion, the, it's a different day and age. And this little, uh, in, you know, the kind of person-to-person need for being around 100 people every day isn't as important as knowing how to navigate your way through, you know, many different social environments, many different, you know, different social, you know, age groups. I mean, Nikki sits, he sat in meetings with me with, with vice presidents of Costco. He sat with me in meetings with, you know, very small, very poor farmers, in the middle of nowhere in the mountain ranges of San Juan de Riacoco, Nicaragua, where the army actually tried to break up our meeting because they thought we were like putting together a revolution. <laughs> so he gets a wide range, a wide range of uh, socializing. Even then, I remember now when we were at that meeting with the producers, there was a little girl that liked you and she was like kind of hanging out with you. Do you remember that? I took a picture and I made fun of you. No. Uh, so there's always opportunities, and I think social skills are. There's the peer-to-peer, and then there's the just being able to carry yourself as a person. And I think you get a lot more of that than your average kid. So I don't know if you have anything to like add or talk about with the social side of things. I mean, really, nothing to add. It's just like people don't understand, like, I don't have to be with like this huge groups of people to like make friends like in school that I just kind of have to be just doing stuff and you know being social yeah yeah and I think uh, I think part of the stigma of homeschooling is changing nowadays because I think a lot more people are doing it honestly before people were doing it and I think maybe because it was the only legal way you could homeschool was religious reasons so it's people with you know very specific religions that maybe entailed other things that maybe weren't socially accepted or in the social norms. And then there was more like uh, medical or, you know, people that were like anti-vaxxers or whatever. And part of being my kid and even the name of this podcast and the nature of what I do is just because something is a system, just because something is an established process, procedure, in my opinion, doesn't mean that it's the right way to do things or it's the right thing for everybody. So, you know, I wanna make it clear that we're not, there's no knock on the school system. I think we're extremely blessed in this country that we have an incredible school system. We have a free school system, even though we pay taxes for it, so it's technically not free. But this is not a decision made on the fact that we think schools are terrible or any, you know, weird stuff. It's just 
how I perceive life and how I perceive society is different than probably 99.75% of people out there. And for me, just because there's structure out there, just because there's social expectations around something doesn't mean it's the best way for us to do those things. That's really it. And I felt like for you being wired very similar to myself, it would be a benefit. And so far, I think it's good. How do you think it's going? I think it's going great. Right now, it's been going great. I wake up, do my lessons. I usually have like four lessons a day. They don't take too long, maybe like 30 minutes or less. And I, I do learn a lot. I feel like... Wait, they, but you do about three to four hours of schoolwork a day. Yeah, usually. So... Well, I don't I really know. I don't know. It, it so 30 depends. minutes to an hour per lesson, you think? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, <laughs> okay. maybe an hour and a half, depending on the lesson. So, the... Uh, Oh, man, I just had another point I wanted to bring up, and I forgot what it was. <laughs> we were t- what were we talking about? Um, were you talking about socializing? We just yeah, I don't remember. Socializing? That sucks. Anyway, um, I just wanted to hear from you. I don't know what your thoughts might be on, you know, the... Oh, right. I know what I wanted to bring up. Oh. You know, one of the things that also I think this is helping you learn, and people might think I'm a psycho for this, but... I'm teaching you also to live a life that's going to prepare you for being an adult, in my opinion. Meaning, I don't agree with the premise that you should be in school for eight hours, nine hours, to really only learn about three hours, which is really how many hours of learning you actually get. If that, depending on the size of your class and the school, etc. And then um, to go home and, you know, then next to go and, and be doing sports that a lot of kids are are kind of forced to do sports or activities because it's what has to be done to get to college and to stand out, et cetera, et cetera, to then go home and do homework. And then it just, it's a very, uh, all in, you know, it's just too intensive. And, uh, I don't think it allows you to be a balanced individual, in my opinion, at least for me and for the way you're wired. Apparently it works for a vast majority of people out there, but you know, for me, I think part of it was also letting you see what life can really be all about, you know, to the point where, you know, when we go on vacation, like when we go snowboarding, you know, I always have a saying with Nikki that, you know, we earn our fun. So a vacation doesn't mean that you're just disconnecting and hanging out. We have to do our work. I mean, I get up usually on the last trip. I forgot where we were. I was getting up at 3 in the morning. I think we we're in Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. I was getting up at 3 a.m. to make sure I got all my work done so that we could at noon head out to go snowboarding. And we'd snowboard from noon to whatever, like 5. And... That's more in tune with just reality. And I think that for me, it's, it's nice for you to see that and to get used to that because it, that's really balancing life a little bit more, in my opinion. I don't know how you feel about that versus what you see as the other option, which is to like take your spring break vacation for two weeks and just kind of... No, I do think it does prepare you for reality because it's not like you're just going to do work on a day-to-day basis and just take your break for like two months like that doesn't happen in the real world you wake up you have to do all your work and then you can do any other things you want to do like um hobbies or just like any other fun things you like doing exactly well let's talk about that that's a topic we didn't talk about that i think we should which is one of the other things obviously let's say nikki's doing his schoolwork from 8 to 12. it doesn't mean from 12 to whatever he's just kind of hanging out so we also push very heavily on learning skills and learning other uh, usable talents and, and things he can apply. And really over the last, really like six years, I mean, 
so, eh, maybe not that long, maybe like four years. The, you know, you've been focusing on, you love your photography. You have really nice pictures. Unfortunately, you haven't posted that many on your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's nice. They're nice. You do videos, really nice videos with really cool edits and really, you know, cool transitions and stuff. So you have your YouTube channel with, with your YouTube videos. You, like most kids your age, play Fortnite, but you also do these montages of gameplay and things like that. So you're applying your skills, well, your learning skills, in a way that's also ideally going to be productive for you in society and in the mm-hmm. workplace one day. Yeah. And I think that's an important element. So, you know, maybe most kids your age are, maybe they are doing that stuff like in school or after school. Maybe they're learning different skill sets during their school program. But for us, that's also an yeah. aspect. You know, and uh, I thought it was very cool when we did a, I had a thing at VaynerMedia with uh, Gary Vee and his staff, and they were super nice to Nikki, and they let Nikki hang out with the staff for a full day. He sat, like, right outside of Gary Vee's office and was with his production team. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, I, like, I never thought I would be able to meet him. Like, I would just, like, watch, like, videos of him on YouTube and then just be, like, sitting in, in a chair and just, like, seeing him across the room and then to actually meet him was, like, crazy. Yeah, it was a cool day. What really impressed me, though, was that these guys were engaging you and talking about things with you that I didn't understand. Like, you know, your editing and the different softwares you use and different ways that you edit. And, you know, it was pretty cool to see that the stuff you're learning really is kind of real world practical yeah and there's you know these young guys who are doing this for a living are kind of able to engage you and you're able to engage them on this stuff yeah, like one of the guys he taught like i use the same program as him for all my editing and it is true all the stuff i am learning is gonna be great because like if i have a job like that like him he does editing for gary v and like all this stuff but he just taught me a bunch of stuff like i didn't know about the program things that he recommended and it was a great experience yeah so overall that's our perspective again you know we're not here to give any opinions on anything or any uh premise of education or the school system or any of that crap we're here to basically talk about why we homeschool how we do it and why we think it's good for for nikki and for brianna you know for nikki has a, a sister who just turned 16 and she's also homeschooled and it's interesting to see the different kids and how they operate because brianna will like she would love to just do like 12 hour days for like two weeks and then take a week off oh yeah she just like bangs out a bunch of scork <laughs> and then like i don't see her doing scork for like two weeks one time i didn't see her do it for like three weeks and i was like are you still in school <laughs> and then i was like getting worried but Apparently, she gets it all done. Yeah, she's intense. She's definitely... You're more like me where you kind of hate it, so you just... Yeah, I just like doing, work. like, small doses, but, like, I can't, like, pile up a bunch of work. Yeah, that's how Brianna rolls, and she, love, she loves to do that, and then just, like, takes her time to just chill. Yeah. But you and I are just not chill people, so the continuous everyday stuff really helps. Yeah. Anything else you think people should know about homeschooling? Hmm. I mean... Right now, it's all I can think of, but I think just the best thing about homeschooling is just, like, since that, since I don't have that much schoolwork, like, in the mornings, like, most people have, like, eight or nine hours, or I don't know how much, but, like, I get less than half, or more than half, and, um, 
it's just great that since I don't have that much and I'm learning so much, I have all the time to travel and learn so many hobbies and experience places in the world and do all these things. Yeah. And I think I, I get into even arguments with people because a lot of people challenge me on this stuff. And they'll kind of ask me if I'm not worried about your education. And, and what they don't realize is your education is so much deeper than I had and that most kids have because, like I said, you've been to different, you know, aspects of the world with me from, you know, cool place like Japan to, you know, up in the mountains of Belize with a yeah. very small impoverished family that's trying to just survive on cacao, uh, not on eating cacao, but on selling cacao. Um, and I think those lessons will come through to your life in a deeper way. So I think you're getting a more well-balanced uh, curriculum, if you will, in life. Except for learning how to turn off your ringer on your phone. You didn't pass that <laughs> I mean, it wasn't mine. It's five years. That's me? Oh. Yeah. Me. Um, Seems like you're the one that's to learn. So, that's that. When I think that we would be... We have to be honest, too, and talk about some of the challenges of homeschooling. Because nothing is perfect and everything has its challenges. You know, fortunately, I don't see many. I do see one in that it requires self-discipline. Which, no offense, you don't have the best of, and maybe most 12-year-old kids don't, and yeah. as your dad, who has struggled with that to some degree, I can relate, and I don't. it doesn't bother me. But I think the management of the priorities and the time, that is the challenge. I think the staying on top of it, and you know, your tutor is very good at helping you stay on top of it. I try to help yeah, you Yeah, because when you're it. at school, like, it's kind of like you, ha- not like you, ha- well, you do have to, but like... When you're here, it's kind of like a lot more chill. So you have to have the self-discipline to know that I'm doing schoolwork from this time, this time, or even till this time if I don't get done. Kind of like you need to have the self-discipline to do it and not like goof off while you're, you know, doing it. Exactly. So I guess the disadvantage is that it does take a little extra time and planning and management. And, you know, I think uh, always kind of having to regroup and reassess. But... I think the the advantages are so much bigger than the disadvantages that it's okay. Yeah. Like I said, nothing's perfect. There are no processes uh, without its disadvantages. The last thing I get asked about, which, you know, is almost irrelevant to me, is, is college. Mm-hmm. You know, people ask me, what are you going to do about college? Are you going to go? They first assume you'll never go to college. I don't know why, because maybe they think we're just anti-school. Yeah. And I, do, I don't have an opinion on it, to be honest. If you want to go to college, great. If you don't want to go to college, great. You know, my opinion, again, on college is much different than most, which is, you know, college was a great, you know, for-profit system that was created so that people could go into the workforce. And there was a hierarchy based on your degree, what you studied, how long you studied, that determined your pay rate, that determined what position you were hired for, that determined if you got a promotion. And times have changed. You know, and I think maybe if you want to be a lawyer or a doctor, things that require a degree, things that require specific learned skills that are only available through college, that makes sense. Or if you just want to have the college experience. But for me, I don't really want to live a life where we're planning what you're going to be doing at 18 when you're 10 years old. I think we just do our best, learn the most you can. You can do, you will get a, a, a high school diploma you know, maybe not a diploma, but a, a certificate showing that you completed in high school. 
you will take the SATs if you want to go to college and you know you'll be compared with those things against other kids that you know would be competing for the spots so for me the college conversation is more like you know what when he's ready to think about it he'll think about it but right now like I've told Nikki all the time his job is to learn and to have fun because he's a kid yeah obviously learning has to come first having fun is obviously the second and within that he's with me and, and his mom a lot more often uh we're not together so obviously it's in two different households with two different slightly different sets of rules i think i'm maybe more intense than most and mm. more dis- like more rigid than most but it's good because i feel like you need a, you need a certain amount of discipline to live a healthy life yeah so that's kind of it for homeschooling you know uh and now he can do stuff and and uh help me with the podcast which here we are i don't know as the producer there's some things that you're going to be doing for the podcast do you want to close with talking about those things yeah i'm gonna start i'm going i'm working on an intro so we're gonna have an intro with like sound clips from like um just clips of um our life basically or Mm -hmm. my dad's life for the intro we're gonna add a video like we're gonna have a setup so we can film ourselves um, while we're actually doing the podcast, we can put it on YouTube. So I should wear pants on the next podcast, then, I guess. Yeah, you should, probably, right. next time. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, I'm wearing pants. Yeah. That, that, would be, that would be good if you were. Yeah, I am. Uh, <laughs> all right, so cool. We'll have the, a video. We'll do a fun intro. I think, yeah, that right now it's just like, here we are talking. I think we've got to spice it up. Yeah. Give a little production value. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the YouTube channel will be nice because then we'll post the actual video. And then I'm going to work on some episode planning and we'll have guests and if they're in Miami, we can do it here. I'm going to set up a, another mini studio at the facility in Maryland where we have our, our roasting facility right now. And then eventually this little setup will move to the facility we're building in Miami once that's built. It should be in July or so. So I think that's it, man. You got anything yeah. else to say for yourself, young man? Oh, uh, I mean, I can't think anything I would have to say for myself. Nothing? Anything you want the world to know about you or, or uh, homeschooling? There will be a lot more of these to come. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good day. Peace. Peace.